don't normally do the intro in front of the guests, Being do we? professional, just... All right. <coughs> Shall we start again? Remember, remember your book title? The Dip Guy. The Dip Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Dick. The Dip Guy. That's... Fuck it, though. This is getting worse this and worse. It's terrible, Sam. It is. Can you do a proper professional introduction, please? Ready? Hey, Sam. Hi, Jack. <laughs> so today, we've got Zoe coming on, haven't we? Yes, we have. Why is Zoe coming on? Well, we we got asked to do an episode on grief, didn't we? And we'd we done, we done our versions of grief. Yeah. And um, when we got asked to do that episode, I asked Zoe to come on because... She lost both parents young, and I thought, who better to talk about grief than someone that's been riddled with it? Mm. It's a good conversation yeah. um, to have. Um, that was a topic meeting. I've had loads of other requests as well from yeah. people since that. So. Okay, so we've got a few more to get through. Yeah, we have. There's a couple of, of, of ones people requested that it's going to be quite difficult to talk about, to be fair. But that is why, really? um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why we started the the podcast up, isn't it? To talk yeah. about the things that are uncomfortable to talk about. Yeah. So we've been up to recently, anyway. You've been training hard. I Fi- have finally sent the coat back to Scotland. Finally sent the coat back, coat police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been been using some, me, mum and dad's gym. You get some steps in as well. Yeah, loads. Yeah. yeah. Is that where your knee clicked like an old man a minute ago? My knee is made of cheese this right one <laughs> it needs an operation I could be just stood there talking to you and I would just fall over it's not as bad as it used to be since I've done hip workouts and stuff I think I've strengthened it but it is really messed up if I play football and turn suddenly it, it pops and it swells up for about three days but I'm alright if I'm running like in a straight line straight line up the mountain yeah I'll be fine Yeah, coming down it might pop out but yeah. my mate's quite big he'll carry me Who's your mate? You! <laughs> what date are we going up again? Twenty? Is it the 27th? No, that's when we're coming back, isn't it? I don't know, mate. You're the fucking brains behind the operation. You need to refresh me on what dates are at some point. Yeah, well, I robbed Kersey. Te- I get the time off. Time off's not a problem. I just yeah. need to make sure. Cause I'm, well, I'm I think we're back on the 27th. I robbed Kersey, texted me this morning and yeah. asked. And I, um, I sent him to him, so I'll just copy and paste the message to you okay. after. Right. Super duper. What have you been up to? Um. Well, actually, mate, I've got some really big and exciting news. Mm-hmm. The, the You're news, pregnant. The, new, <laughs> no, the news that I told you the other day, the really exciting news that comes. Well, it was David Goggins. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be meeting him, but yeah. the even bigger and more exciting news. He's like, managed to get into the London Marathon again. Oh, of course. Sorry, mate. Yeah. <laughs> back to back years, so I'm running it again. Yeah. Um, October 2nd, so I've got a little bit of training <sighs> to do. What? I'm busy. I would have run it with you. <laughs> not me, no. <laughs> no, this, it's not about me. Go on. <laughs> Although, so, so, yeah, so no, I was very lucky. Um, so, obviously, I started, we haven't spoken about 20, like What day is that on? Sunday um, but we didn't spoke about my year where I all started my fundraising and whatnot. Mm. but um, off the back of that I ended up with a place in London and then I reapplied to go again this year but didn't get in the initial kind of um, application process mm. but because the British Heart Foundation is the actual official sponsor of the London Marathon this year 
Um, they've been granted some more spaces for their team. Mm. Um, so an email went out the other day. I got hold of it, put an application in, and I got a spot. That's amazing, mate. I mean, again, back to back years. Um, just means I'm going to have to start getting some miles in. And if you need any advice, I'm here for you. <laughs> just fitness wise. Oh, yeah. yeah, right, I climb mountains, mate. I conquer them. You've done one. Well, we've all got to start somewhere. And you moaned all the way up that one. <laughs> the, <laughs> all right. <laughs> right you got the halfway and you nearly quit. We, we've got some news on. We'll, we'll skip the we'll edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the dip as well, we're going to be um, changing it up instead of doing Anxiety UK. It feels right. Um, a friend of mine said he was going to take on the challenge and he sent me a link why the Peter Whale Foundation um, I've contacted the family and um, he lost his fights with addiction and mental health so I want to do the December dips in honour of him and his family yeah. uh, I'm going to put a post up about it and that but, yeah, um, do it around this episode if you want to launch it all at the same time yeah definitely good idea. Yeah, and I think that would be nice for his family yeah. and also for, for, for him um, yeah not with us anymore but he can still he can still help others from from his story so i think that'd be nice that'd be nice so, okay um you're you're doing the challenge aren't you i are certainly you, will be are you yeah. gonna do the sea every day um I, that'd be difficult around work but so if you don't do the sea you're gonna do a cold shower oh yeah 100 there's people doing it all over the place now did you hear me whistle then because i've got no tooth <laughs> and why have you got no tooth sir because i'm a hillbilly no, generally, why have you got no tooth? Because I need a crown, which is about fucking time, isn't it? Yeah, no, g- generally, I mean, after the challenge that you've done, you kind of earned the crown, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. I should have had a crown a long time ago, yeah. I think. No, anyway, but no, this is a tooth crown. Tooth crown, yeah. Yeah, because someone chipped my tooth Yeah. Um, years ago. It wasn't Zoe, was it? No, I'm, I'm not, not going to name and show. They've been doing the dip lately. <laughs> I haven't right. seen them for a long time. They oh. started the dip. Yeah, but they were talking to me the other day and I was thinking, you chipped my tooth. <laughs> but it was an accident and it was years ago. Okay. It was involved with a pint glass. And, and how long have you got to go around looking like someone? Another seven days and I've been like it for seven days already. But yeah, I, I, do you know what? And this is a very good point. I'm glad you brought it up because I was so worried for so long about losing this tooth, which is why I'm actually getting the ground done. And now I've lost it. I've just completely embraced it and thought, do you know what? It's a tooth. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's made me a little bit insecure, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, like there, there'd have been a time I wouldn't have even gone out of the house because I'd be because of my ego, and and it just like shows how much how different I am now. Like, and and that's another good point to make. All that worry about my tooth and losing it was built up in my head, and it's never as bad as what it. It's never as bad as what we make it out to be in our head. Do you know what I mean? No. I sometimes I have to put my hand up sometimes when I'm smiling because <laughs> I feel a little bit insecure. The first day I had it, I went into work and people were talking to me, and I just went, "Look at my tooth!" Because I was, I was like really, really, um, what's the word? Conscious about it. Conscious. That's a big word. Self-conscious. Self-conscious about it. Yeah. yeah. But it is what it is. At the end of the day, there's no point worrying about it. It's going to get fixed, and and I'll, I'll be back to my. Ruggedly handsome self. Anyway, enough about your tooth, sir. <laughs> More importantly, uh, we've got Zoe on today. Um, she's 
been very kind enough to come and share her story. I'm glad. To um, glad she's to very see. open, very honest. Um, she was very nervous about coming on, but she, she actually. I've been trying to get on for a while. She was a bit. Of I'm glad she did because this first series, I've said from the start, I want to get people that mean a lot to me on the show, and that's yeah. what that's the bit of the theme. Um, and she was great, really good interview. Um, so please enjoy the episode. Like and subscribe. YouTube and Spotify. Dare to talk. Um, we've got the Dead Dip Facebook group. Please join that or ask to join that and you can get all the info on Dead Dip December. Yeah. Um, follow me on Instagram, Jackie Boy Shep. Follow Sam on Instagram. Dare underscore two underscore dip. Or not. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> like, subscribe and share on all platforms and enjoy the episode. I'm Sam. I'm Jack. This is Dead Talk, and today we've got Zoe Dawson. Oh, God. Hi, Zoe. <laughs> Hi. Are you okay? No. You're petrified, aren't yeah. you? Why? Can you just tell us why you don't like talking about yourself? Because I don't find myself overly that interesting, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> okay. And I don't want people to think, ugh. You mm. worry too much. Yeah. You've got a very interesting story. Well, it's not interesting, but... It's very sad. Yeah. So well, why... You said a minute ago, just before we hit the red button, that you um, you feel like you sometimes come across as a bit of a see you next Tuesday. Why do you feel like that? Where does that come from? It's, like I said, it's easier for people to see you as a hard-faced person than, I don't know, like I don't want people to feel sorry for me ever. Do you put on a front? I don't even know if it's front anymore. I think that is just me. Did it start off being a front then? Yeah. Why? Because you have to be strong in certain situations. Well, what's your story then? Why have you got oh on the God. front? <laughs> been through a little bit. Yeah, what have you been I through? Don't know. So, are you local? Were you born and raised here? Born and raised in Felixstowe. Yep. Had lovely parents. My dad has always been an alcoholic, but that never affected my childhood at all. My mum was very good at keeping that separate. So, yeah, everything, growing up, perfect. Obviously got to about 15, 16. Thought my dad was a bit of a lad, to be fair. Like, cause he wanted to have fun with all my friends. We were allowed to drink, have a lovely time. And then I had my son quite young, so I was 19, but like had their full support. Like literally, you can't write it. It was textbook, it was lovely, lovely childhood, lovely upbringing, fully supported when I had Callum. But then I think, I don't know how old he, he was five years old and my mum died and my dad died and my grandparents died that like everyone died in the same year mm. how and old was you then i was 25 and callum was five yeah yeah same. so then you were sort of left just you and your sister with mm -hmm. your little boy so you have a, you got a sister oh yeah older or younger older sister but you're I'm very close yeah. yeah you're in charge <laughs> i'm always in charge does oh, yeah. she know that <laughs> yeah, she, she'll know that but she'll be like mm, you, your dad died from alcoholism mm. didn't he yeah. And your mum, cancer? Yeah, so my mum was diagnosed with terminal cancer and she was separated from my dad then, but not long, like they hadn't been separated long. But when she was like, oh, I don't want your dad to know because she just couldn't be dealing with what would come from it. And then, I'm trying to think now. Yeah, then he found out from someone random because it's Felix Day. Mm. He's like, oh, you know, sorry to hear about. And he's like, and he come to me and he actually said, I'll die before your mum does. And he did. Mm. 
What age was you when you knew that your dad had a problem with drink? Probably about 16, 17. What, you started to realise it? Did you ever think, oh, Well, he'd done a lot of drugs as well, so it was kind of... When you were younger, you kind of assume that's normal. Yeah. Like him and his mates smoking weed in the garden, that sort of thing. Like, that was completely normal. Mm. And I didn't necessarily see it as a problem. But, like, alcoholism runs in his side of the family. So his brother had had a liver transplant and got given a second chance. He always said, I ain't got a problem, it's all you people that's got a problem. And he would never, even when he was in hospital dying, he would still be like, I'm all right. Mm. So like- Complete denial about it. But he, I think a lot of undiagnosed mental health issues, 100%, but even 10 years ago, if he went to the doctors and was like, oh, I'm doing this, they'd be like, oh, you're all right, mate. Mm. And they did. They were like, oh, you're all right, it's these women. Like, they'd actually joke with him, so. Yeah. so what was your dad's story then? See, I'm not overly aware. He was the youngest brother of five. Okay, first big, three big brothers, yeah. Family. First three brothers were in the army. He was born on an army base, but he was too young. Him and his second brother, they were too young to join the army. So like they never got into that and then their parents passed away. I I'd never met them, so I didn't know the grandparents. So I think he was a bit of a he's always been a bit of a delight, shall we say. He'd always just do what he wants, do what he wants every time and everyone else was wrong, so okay. he was a fighter, he was a drinker, he was a mod back in the day and would What yeah. was your relationship with him like? Fantastic. Yeah. Did you always get on? Oh no, we'd, we'd argue. I was born on his birthday. So he said I ruined his birthday from the day I was born because he could no longer celebrate. But um, Stole his thunder. I did. So we're both, we're both very, very similar and everyone was like, oh my God, she's well like her dad. And I think I said it to you yesterday. I'm like, oh, everyone thinks he's a bit of a twat. So that's not much of a compliment in a way. But I think, I don't know, like, because my mum is was the loveliest woman in the world, like everyone adored her. Mm. And then my dad, so it's like this Jekyll and Hyde thing with yeah. both of them. How did they meet? I don't, I don't even know. So these, I, I'd never... How old was your mum when she, when she passed? She was 55. And how old was your dad? 60. Young, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but my dad had previously tried to kill himself twice. What, years? No, well, probably three years prior to when he died, he'd really tried. Mm. Like, he'd left notes, he'd he'd done the full... He'd taken an overdose and he was, was in... Whilst you guys were still at the house? With it all my sister was still at the house. I moved out when I was quite young, so I think I didn't get as much of abuse as my sister did, as in, like, mental abuse, because when he was drunk, he was an arsehole. Mm. So, but when he tried to kill himself the first time it was my sister that found him so not very nice but I think he wanted my mum to find him because he was very dark like that Mm. so and when he came out for coma and there's me like oh you know and he actually was like oh you're a cunt because he did not want to be alive he really didn't so that was quite how did that affect you I don't know. Like, I'm really numb. I still, still numb. You don't really overthink think about it. I joke around with you all the time saying you're, you're heartless and that's why I said um, you, you put on a front because mm. 
I know it is sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, hundred. No, it is a front. It has to be a front. Yeah. But um. Have you dealt with both your parents' death? No, you never deal with it. No. What do you do? Do you just cope day to day? Every day is different, and people always go, "Oh, with time it gets easier." Doesn't. Mm. And I heard little saying, and it was like, if people that say things get easier with time never lost someone important, mm. and it's so true because I don't know, like. How do you deal with it then? I don't. Do, do you talk to your sister? Do you ever have a conversation about it? No. Do you think that might help? I don't know. Like I don't know. It's really, really odd. We have the odd conversation, like on Father's Day, when we went to the grave together. Like you have like little conversations, but I don't. I don't know. How do them little conversations make you feel? We're well, usually joking, which is really bad. But like we're at the grave, and I'm like if he was alive now and saw me sat here or even tried to put a flower give him a flower he'd be like fuck off yeah do you know what I mean so <laughs> yeah but that's the way people cope with it yeah so we, well, this yeah. is how I cope with everything but when you have these little conversations do you come away from it feeling a bit better no yeah. no <laughs> well, like, I was say. no but this, this is me being 100% truthful yeah. I don't know there is nothing that can make you feel better no they tried bloody therapy on me and she even gave up because what she sort was of, like what sort of therapy was like, that I've done like the CBT therapy I've done talk therapy I had someone who then decided I wasn't good in a group so they put me one on one what did you have this therapy where did that come from um I don't even know how it started but because I suffered I was really that's what it was after a few years of everything that went on and I'd completely blocked it all out so like I literally was like get on with life I had a five year old child okay so you, you need to just carry on do you, do you think because you had your, your son that oh, was yeah. like like yeah to. I haven't got the chance to properly grieve here I just have to be strong yeah child. strong for everybody yeah strong for everybody but, but yourself um, <laughs> Well, no, because it is a way of being strong for yourself too. Because mm. I had to. Who else is going to pick me up? Did you fall into depression when you went? Uh, no. After you've never. never I, I don't think I even really cried. For no, years. I've never seen you. I've never seen you. Even you have. Get... You have once because you're an asshole and you were really drunk, but you won't remember that. So. Oh really? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Oh thanks. <laughs> just, just putting you on the spot now, but no, like not many people will, but um. Our mind came out as like OCD. My house had to be spotless and I would literally be scrubbing it 24 seven. No one was allowed around. And it got to the point that like a few of my friends were like, you need help. Mm. So I went to the doctors and the first thing they do obviously is put you on sertraline, which made me feel absolutely horrendous. And yeah. it just kept on up and up and up yeah. in. Just, I was just gonna say, it's really good that your friends picked up on that. Mm. Yeah. You obviously noticed a change yeah. or something in you that wasn't a little bit a little bit off. Yeah, no, I've um, got really close friends. For them to identify lucky. that and to mm. give you the advice and for you to even take, well, take it on of, board. And yeah, you kind of know yourself, don't you? You've got a bit of an issue, but you just carry on. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was on sertraline, and they were like, oh, that's when the counselling came up, you need this. Okay. And she, this woman used to come to my house and, oh my God, she'd put like different stones on the table. Yep. And she'd be like, if you look at the stones, which one would you pick? And I'm like, that one? And she was like, why? And I'm like, and this is how it went. And they just constantly want people to go, I'm like this because of my childhood. But because I said I've got a perfect childhood, there's literally nothing I could think of and go, oh, that was horrendous. Mm. But... Did, it, did you not have any concerns on that when your dad was drunk and... 
and stuff when you were younger then they did not cause any sort of no like not for me yeah. like I think it's because it was so normal that I never thought well that's bad I don't know like there were some things like he was a bit rough at times shall we say and like how he'd like if he was pissed off with you like the way he went about some things and mm. back now I'm thinking shit like that's not normal but at the time never thought anything of it Mm. literally just had had a nice time went on holidays you know you just done everything that everyone else done so no difference mm. but then yeah let's see it's what it is now <laughs> so you so you went through this therapy um obviously you said initially you didn't particularly respond to all that i didn't respond at all to it so Obviously, you said you went through several different things that yeah. you tried. But you, again, you're nothing. quite stubborn. Do you think you went into that therapy with, mm. with thinking this isn't going to work? Well, I went into that therapy and I remember the lady saying, like, she was saying all this stuff to me, and I was like, the only thing that's wrong is that my parents are dead. Can you bring them back? No. So, what are you going to do about it? Like, what can you, what can you physically do? And this is why but I mean, it's I not don't about. Uh, do you know what I mean? If you're going yeah. in with such high expectations of thinking, I want my parents back. Oh, I know. I obviously didn't think that. I'm just yeah. saying that's the only situation that would make my situation better. Mm. And that's not going to change. It's not something that happened to me that I could talk through and possibly get over. No, but I think therapy, the idea is to cope with your new reality, isn't it? Yeah, probably, mm. but obviously... And if you're going into it with an open mind of thinking, this isn't going to work for me, what has worked for you? Because you've done the cold water therapy. Did you get benefits from that? The cold water therapy for me was, it got me up and out of the house and got me into a routine. Because mm. you were in the water in the depths of winter as well. I was. Yeah. I, was very, I was very good. Yeah. And blue. <laughs> yeah, like a schmurf. But, but like... <laughs> We'll edit that bit out. That was no. I'm joking. Yeah, no. Cold water therapy for me done really well, and it got me talking with other people. And I think realizing talking to other people about their situations, and then they'd be like, "Oh, you know, what's wrong?" And I'd say about mine. And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And I don't necessarily think my situation's any worse than others sometimes. Mm. Everyone's got so, a story. Yeah, and yeah. I, I've always said, like, everyone's grief is personal to them. Mm. Yeah. But at the same time, this is what I mean about me coming across as a bit of an asshole. If someone rang me and they were like, oh, my nan died, I'm like, mm-hmm. Because you're used to it. You're used... Yeah, like, I've, met, I've had this conversation yeah, with you loads of yeah. times, haven't I? So... I don't know, this is, I don't know. But do you think that might be because of your job as well? Because oh, yeah. it's the same, I've said the same with me, yeah. my job, yeah. my work is a lot of things. I thought that when, when, when I was going to get Zoe on, because you both hard into situations, like you both like spoke to, to certain situations mm. with me, and I thought, how have you said that so relaxed? Yeah, but I, mean, <laughs> I, like, I, I explained to you before we started the podcast, I explained yeah. to you about a horrific thing yeah, that yeah, happened, yeah. happened with yeah. me yesterday. Well, a few. Yeah, yeah, just just awful, yeah. and um, in the moment they happened, I only realised later on just how like numb I yeah. was to it. Yeah. Like I yeah, didn't yeah. even bat an eyelid. I yeah, yeah. I was so calm and cool about it. Yeah, um, yeah. There's been a couple of situations like that from both of you actually, where you're explaining something to me, and I thought, Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, why are you saying it? That so? is a massive thing, though. Like you do become numb. To yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But I also think it makes me fantastic at my job because when I do end of life care and I'm with the families, yeah. mm. I'm so good with the families. 
Well, you probably know what they're just about to embrace yeah. on. So you've got an yeah, understanding like of it. Yeah, I feel awful for them yeah. about what they're about to go through. And I can kind of explain it. Yeah, mm. but I think I think with me, similarly, so I get that hardened side of things and I get um, having to have that professional side, but I always I try to recognise outside of that. I try and detach myself. I'm consciously trying to detach myself and make sure that I'm having good relationships mm. and laughing and enjoying life and being emotional and expressing myself and these sort of things. I think you mm. get that you have to balance that out because if you get too heavy on that side of things, yeah. you end up becoming that cold hunt. Mm. But no, I'm not gonna lie, like, bitch like her. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that but that's that's yeah. not a you that's not a negative reflection on you. No. That's just that's that's the but job the you're in of and times, what you've been though, after I've been in that sort of situation you won't meet anyone that works in the hospital that hasn't gone in the sluice room or linen cupboard to cry after it and then yeah. you have to pull yourself together because the next minute someone's going oh I want my pillow plumped do you know what I mean and you literally have to go from yeah. that to that mm. and carry yeah. on yeah. so it is yeah work is a massive I always say to you it's a front and I and I know it is because not, because when when I was at my lowest that that on my last relapse, you were a massive help for me. And I don't oh, know. am I getting some recognition? Yes, you are. Yeah, <laughs> you was, and you give me some great advice, and you helped me out loads, and you got me out of a dark spot with yeah. you and a number of people. And I saw the genuine side to you where you weren't putting on this front. So it isn't. Yeah, no, but like that heart is in no, there. No, I do. Part. I have. I give a shit massively, and I often yeah. give a shit too much. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do the job that you do. Yeah. You care. Yeah, and I would really like, I'll always make sure people I care about yeah. are okay. Yeah. But then it's just towards myself, that's and I'm not. Okay, and I think, you're, you're and not, I think, yeah. I think you've inherited your dad's dark this sense of humour. Yeah, no, I have, and I am very much like him. But I'm also, I get the, I don't know, my mum was like really calm and really like, so I do have that sometimes because I can be level-headed. Mm. Yeah. Do you? Oh, I think it sounds like you've been left very confused by the whole thing, which is understandable. You to, it's enough for anyone to yeah. lose one parent, but to lose both of them and then have a five-year-old and 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 on your own. Yeah, within well. three months of each other. Yeah, it's a lot for anyone to. Yeah. If anything. It's quite. You've done quite well to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I think no. It's like. You have no choice. Mm. You literally have no choice, especially when there's a child involved. How different do you think it would have been for you if you didn't have Callum? Would you have gone off the rails? Oh, 100%. Mm. I kind of did Why? go off the rails a little bit. Why would you have gone off the rails? Because I wouldn't have had him to concentrate on. Like like I said, I will do anything for anyone else. But when it comes to me, I'm not a good... Like, I don't know. When we were in the sea yesterday, and there were the lads making weed, I was like, oh, that smells nice. And you're like, no, it smells disgusting. I'm like, yeah, it smells disgusting. Yeah. it reminded me of my childhood yeah so like, that, yeah. yeah so like but I would always I have a very addictive personality I'm very like if I think of something I'm like oh I have to have it mm. but you haven't got an unhealthy relationship with booze or anything have you no I don't think so do you think that's because your dad put you off it no because I do drink but I don't drink constantly yeah yeah but I think if I had nothing what would stop me? Mm. You said that from the beginning. Yeah, no, you, no, I, I no, thought you were going to be riddled no. with anxiety coming around. I, I am. I, I thought was, we were going to have to just ask loads of questions, but yeah. you, if anything, you just I don't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, like, 
I am. This is how I deal with being anxious. I'm like overconfident. But that's how I am always. I think she's put a bit too much pressure on herself as well, don't she? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I, don't, I think the. Um, you just being normal. Yeah, there's, there's the, your opening statement of being, you know, this cold heart person with yeah. the front and resting bitch face and all this. I didn't say that. <laughs> Is that what you thought? <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we both do. Yeah. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, I think um, I think beneath all that, you're quite obviously not. You're the complete opposite. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. You're a very good friend. I am. You are. I am we went for a friend. dip last night, didn't we? I was you a bit did. stressed. I, I rang you last night, night, but you you were. I had a meltdown yesterday. Yeah, you so, had a meltdown. Yeah. So he's like, what? Oh. I don't know. Well, someone ripped me off, but I don't want to put too much energy on that. It's I've, not that. I've dealt with it. It's not a historical one, is it? From no, it's another one. <laughs> or a new one. Mm. I, nah, I dealt with it. I, I don't want to give it too much energy. It's not like you not giving that jacket you, back to that person. I said it's gone. I knew the jacket police were coming round. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. Ah, uh, you thought that was it. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, that's enough. Oh, oh mate, oh, I can put that to rest. Yeah, there, you can. can. Yeah, thank fuck. No more, <laughs> no more Scotland jacket. However, yeah. you've replaced that whole thing with a mizzen tooth. Yeah, I look like a fucking hillbilly. And now that's something I'll have to bring up every week. Yeah, Not I'm on another right. podcast with some people, the Be Sober ladies, yeah, oh, on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. Be sober. And I've got a bloody. Yeah, <laughs> and that's about an hour before my dentist appointment, so I'll be on there looking like a hillbilly. But then you'll be posting loads of stories of your new smile, like me. yeah. <laughs> I'm not one for selfies. No. What? <laughs> Sorry. What? Shall we move on? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I had a bit. I went to Alton Towers the day before yesterday. No, you went to Pleasurewood Hills. Yeah. Potato, potato. No, you tell the Yeah, lies. yeah Pleasurewood Hills. Lies. That's the one. And um, oh I had a really good day. Works. And then the next day, <laughs> I got ripped off. But I've come to terms with it. That's. Someone does that. That's that's just them not keeping their what? side of the road. Clear. No, different situation. But because I had such a high that day, I think, and that everything that went on that day, I had a really. I just had. Uh, I said to you yesterday, didn't I? I I had like a just a, like a wave of depression hit over me. I haven't yeah. felt that for a long, long time. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I was kind of. No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in the you selfish bastard, <laughs> yeah. rescuing people and taking them to hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but I run Zoe like I do when I'm stressed. Every time, every time you're having a fucking. It's twice, bit. twice. Oh, I'm very good like, these days. Yeah, but we went for a dip, and both of us come out of that water feeling great, didn't we? Yeah. I don't know if it was the weed the kids were smoking. <laughs> 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 like that. No, 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 but no, it was. Yeah, the 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 water just takes away all your yeah. stress. She's no, really texting doesn't. now. <laughs> Are we boring you? <laughs> no, we really no, I'm just so texting during a live podcast. Yeah. You know this is going out to millions of people. Yeah, right? live yeah, now. We've got loads of viewers. <laughs> yeah, we have. We have actually. Have you? I've never listened to one. Have you you what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's heartbreaking. I bet you fucking listen no. to I'm this too one. I'm too busy. I will not listen to this. Why should I? Why are you so busy? Because I've got I... two jobs mm, and a kid. <laughs> I work a lot. Okay. Oh, you don't go on about it. Oh my God, Sam says you all got double shifts for the next six you, days. Are you doing a job that you love though? Yes and no. Okay. Oh God, don't start her off. <laughs> no, like it's hard. It's being demanding, isn't it? It's very demanding. So, what was you nervous about? I don't like talking about stuff that much. Do you, I think it will help you though talking about it? Well, no, because I'll leave here and I'll just go pretend it didn't happen. 
But that if you if you keep doing the same things over and over, you're only ever going to get the same results. Have you never thought about she's texting again? Sorry, I'm coming up. You're texting the same board. That is uh, Miss Amy Schwer. Oh, oh, Amy Schwer. oh, we both know Amy, don't we? Exactly. Yeah. She'd that's... have been a better guest. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Like, she was my. One thing that got me through everything. So. Oh, she's good. Shout out to Amy. I love Amy. Amy. She's so done that's the dip. Who I was texting. Yeah, it's no joking. <laughs> uh, she's she is a diamond. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do love that girl. Yeah, yeah she is great. Is she gonna do the December dips? Are you gonna do the December dips? Maybe. I'll yeah. tell you on the first. If oh. I show up on the first, yeah, then I'll come. Things is dark in the mornings. That's what I don't like. Yeah, it's great. No, it's I'm not like scared. you haven't done it before. No, I'm scared of waves. Am I not? Yeah, you would have hated today. Oh, don't start, didn't have an exam. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the top of the earthquake. Yeah. There was a big wave on Felix Obey. What's the date? Let's be honest. What's the date? I think we established that Sam actually made that up. Yeah. 4th of August, there was a massive wave that hit Felix Beach today and it dragged people that were laying in the woods. Except there's nothing on the news. <laughs> yeah, not yet, there will be. The if news. you're listening to this and you were on the beach and got washed up like we did today, message. Message. <laughs> well, to prove Mrs. Point. Let them know that I'm not for sure. My number is. <laughs> I saved people's lives today. I was so, like a hero. It's not about me. Get, yeah, it's not about you. Get, getting back to you, Zoe. Thank you. With, um, <laughs> with what you went through. Yeah. Um, yeah the same day. <laughs> <laughs> with what you went through, mm-hmm. um, what advice would you give to someone who's maybe gone through the same thing? To be fair, I do talk to other people that have been through the same, and it's it's good that we can talk to each other and just sometimes go, it's fucking shit, in it? And they're like, yeah, because there's no words that can explain how you feel. Mm. So it's just to find people who you can talk with openly. That is That is the best advice. And to probably, I think because I was so young, I didn't even think oh, maybe I should be feeling this way. Or it was literally, I was thinking, shit, I've got to get back to work. I need to do this. I need to do that. It's time. You need to give yourself time, but I never. You didn't. Literally. How how, how quick did you get back to work after your parents died? After my dad died, I was given two days um, compassionate leave. Oh, maybe I should get myself signed off. I just went back to work. Mm. And then when my mum died... But I did go to the doctors and get signed off for I think like a couple of weeks. You've got these days, you have to do that. There's no support in place because um, last year, one of my friends who I worked with, she died. And I wasn't currently working with her. I found out in the morning, was at work and I had a full patient list. So I'm like, and the next day I texted in and I was like, I'm not coming in because it fucked me up. Like mm. I just needed to got to give yourself time yeah, to grieve and I think I actually came to yours and helped you tidy I remember yeah, yeah. because I just needed to keep my mind busy but the next day oh look at him on his phone now the next day um, my boss don't look at me like that me, <laughs> no, my boss actually said to me oh you should have called in if you're sick like, I think it's so important to, to give yourself time to grieve and grieve properly um, that is that is the biggest thing if I'd have given myself time I'd have probably dealt with things better. But yeah. there is no time. No one gives you time. No. It's like, right, I don't know, as soon as you get a death certificate in your hand, do you you're think having sometimes to sort it, everything out. Do you think it's best sometimes as well to throw yourself back into work, maybe? No. Instead of sitting Not straight away. No. Like, I literally had days. Yeah, no, that is, that is extreme. Yeah, days. And 
that's including like by the time I was what well still 25 mm. I planned really good funerals and I was proud of that and I'm thinking fucking hell that's not something you should be good at and mm. know what to do or no. who to see or who to ring and it's just yeah like it's crazy but I think like I said I actually said to Amy the other day we were talking and she was like fuck me that actually really upset me as an adult I don't know what it's like to have a parent I don't know what it's like to have any guidance or support as such because they're the only people if you like think about your children Mm. you will fully support them no matter what Mm. I don't have that I have no one that would unconditionally support me and yeah Shit. I think both your parents would be very proud of who you are today. I'm not very, I'm not often nice to you. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> but, yes and no. But I do, and, and if and if I have ever been horrible to you, um, I'd like to formally apologise now, Zoe, because you were you have been massive um, inspiration. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> no, you have. You've been brilliant, and you've helped a lot of people out, not just me. Mm. with your advice on the beach and everything especially at the beginning of Dare to Dip you... yeah I was there from like day six. what day did you start that's what I was I think like six you. days after you started and you you'd done solid like yeah how, how many months did you do I'm going to say like a good few yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, you I, don't know <laughs> I, I struggle with not being not um, 12 time. Not 12 uh, months, was it? No, nah, well, we can't all be superheroes. Would you have even done 12? Me. No, but would you have even done it if I hadn't have helped you for some No, I'd probably exactly. die. <laughs> exactly. Like, you wouldn't have even, like, we've yeah. I've stood out here, what, 9, 10 o'clock at night and gone, no, we're going, just so you've done it in that day. Yeah, there was a couple of times when I relapsed um, that Andy, Zoe, Rick Ward, my brother, so many people helped me. And um, there was one day I nearly threw it in, didn't I? Yeah, and yeah. I said and, to him, and I you just said, do I'm, I'm not doing it. I've had enough. <laughs> you don't do I'll that one day. Yeah. You, you horrible bastard. Yeah. <laughs> selfish bastard. Yeah, well, that, that's what drinking drugs does to me, mate. It makes yeah. me a very selfish person. And But luckily I could be... I said that on a podcast recently. You know, luckily I had good people around me at the time because who knows, if I didn't have good people around me, I might still be in the situation or worse reflecting on what you said when you, your parents were gone mm. you, you were thanked for the fact that you had good people around you mm. 100% and my sister's very like she, she will support me like she's very level headed you're close to you and your sister aren't you? yeah god yeah and she's got a little boy isn't she yeah and you're very little good safety. with him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no we are very close so I have her and I've got really good friends Amy being like top tier, I have to say that because I accidentally called someone else my best friend in front of her the other day. Yeah, was it me? No, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> so where am I in the pecking order? Amy, the other best oh. friend, and then me. Yeah, obviously. yeah, you're, yeah. you're under Amy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky man. We'll, we'll edit that bit. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm getting under Amy apparently. Oh, shit. <laughs> no. yeah, I, it's all good. Yeah. So what does the future hold then? Future holds, I don't know. I don't really plan massively. My son is 16. He, I put everything into him. Like, he's going to go far. He's amazing. So, and I've always said, when he goes to university, that's when I'm going to look at what I really want to do. What a good mum. No, I am a good mum, yeah. You are, that is. 
100%. I don't know. Like, there's, I've had a few different thoughts. Either I would love to just say, see you later, Felix, so for a while and go travelling, or completely change my career and maybe try and train to do other stuff. I literally don't know. I've got, well, is my oyster? Because well, if, you, if you went off and done a little bit of travelling, mm-hmm. you'd probably actually find yourself and find what you want to do. Yeah, I don't think I'd come back. Oh, well, you can't do that then. Because <laughs> no, Callum, like, he's, he's going to go off, do amazing things, and I would never think, want him to be like, oh, have to go visit my mum. Do you find that eat. sad, though? I've, I've just no, noticed recently that we, we said, we t- spoke about this last night, didn't we? I said I feel like I'm losing me, me oh, girls, yeah, they're getting like, older. Yeah. And, uh, no, do you know what though, but you change with them, like yeah. you go from wanting to like mother them and to want them to be these awesome independent people and he is like, what yeah. that boy achieves is ridiculous and yeah. I don't know where he actually gets it from, but you. like, no, no, like he's so smart. Oh, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> like, he's so smart. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he's got that from. <laughs> like I'm yeah joking. so I fully support everything he wants to do and if that's I don't know because he obviously wants to go to university and stuff mm. and wherever he goes from there awesome and he was like oh I think I'm going to live in London and I was like oh I'll come up and visit you <laughs> no and he's like no you won't <laughs> would you ever give the um, what's it called what what's it called where you speak to someone on the sofa what you went and you said it didn't work for you therapy therapy, therapy. thank you I think <laughs> you couldn't think of the word therapy no I need a lot <laughs> but would you ever give um, therapy a try again no not why? even with a different attitude towards it open minded no fair enough why, why not no I just don't think it works for me I, I honestly don't think it would ever but work but that's what me. I mean if you change your your attitude towards it and thought this might actually work for me and give it another go open mindedly no, because I don't see what they can do. I li- if if someone can go, we could do this and make you feel this, this and this, so you deal with it this way. Yeah. But I honestly don't know what someone could do for me. Well, you're going to have to do the December well, dips then. I, <laughs> it's the only chance. The I, only choice. I think you've got um, a bit of an awakening coming to you, I think, down the line. Well, you sound like my um, astrology app. No, I'm not. I'm what's that? I got that. I'm what's not. Play about it, don't you? I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm not. Not an astrologist. No, but no. no they say, they what's an astrologist? Like star signs and stuff. Oh, I thought it was like what Ross was. I'm friends with the dinosaurs. What? <laughs> that, please edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave all this stuff in. So, so. <laughs> what is that? Tooth, that tooth is really suiting you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, but going out here on the range. I think. I think when you. Your son goes off to uni. Mm-hmm. You find yourself a lot more time. I think you'll you'll find your foot in with something, yeah. and I think you'll. I don't know. I think it's probably a bit of a, a bit of a change and a bit of an awakening coming yeah. to your life. No, um, I like. I can see. I can see myself. Like I am happy. This is what I mean. I don't. This is why when I say I don't want people to feel sorry for me. Like I'm. I'm all right. What you go through obviously doesn't determine who you are at all. No. And. In a way, it made me very strong, mm. which isn't a bad thing. You grow through what you go through, I always say, yeah, and you do. You do because no matter what, I will always carry on mm. and pick yourself up because no one else will. I and I do generally think that we're all 
better at giving other people advice oh, and listening to it ourselves and I think you're a classic case. I literally tell myself every day oh you should do this and stop doing that and then by the time the evening comes I'm nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm too mm. tired. Mm. So yeah. No well I'm glad you come on in the first series of Dead Talk. <laughs> wow. God. Yeah, that was savage. <laughs> that was really so thank you so much for sharing the story. Um, it's been really, really nice to have you on. Um, and thank you for being, thank you for being really honest. I think you said at the start you were really nervous and you didn't no, want to talk, yeah, but actually 100%. you've been really open. And um, if anything, we couldn't shut you up. I, 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 think, no can. I, think, I think there'll be people that will listen to this and that'll really benefit them to be able to hear to go through something really tragic and to be able to come out the side and have a successful and happy life yeah, yeah and not what he said I agree yeah no worries yeah peace out oh my God. <laughs>